And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Hank's Vintage Tool Dollies, crafted from the very best plastic crates and elastic bands. Nothing gives you that old earth feel like a vintage tool dolly. Previously on Cautious Optimism. Ah, will you finally come? Liliana, your sister is eager to meet you. Oh, I don't have a sister. The state discovered my psionic powers, and they took me to a special school. Your psionic powers were never discovered. They hid them, even from you, I believe. I understand that this is a lot, but could there be maybe some possible truth to it? I guess maybe I should hear her out. Would you consider spending some time here and I could teach you? If you and Kyan are distracting him, then Hank and I can sneak onto the ship and then leave Rico to let us know if anybody's coming. Classic split the party. Yes. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine-foot-tall, four-armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. So the plan was that Liliana and Kyan were going to go and keep an eye on the crew in the bar. Yes. And the captain and Hank were going to go into the ship. Correct. And I was going to stay outside the ship. Yes. And keep an eye on things. Yes. So is Liliana going to be in costume or is she going to be as herself? As herself, I think, to make... Yeah. Because she draws attention. <laughs> yeah, but that was the point, wasn't it? To make sure that okay. the crew stays... Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, I think she was just going to go into the bar kind of as herself and draw some attention to make sure that the crew were sucked into whatever was going on there and so didn't leave and come back to the ship. Okay. And I think, too, the purpose of having Rico there is if things go down with Kyan and Liliana, she could get assists there. If things go down with Hank and Rory, she can assist there. Mm. It's just kind of nice to have someone who doesn't have to go completely from one place to the other in the event that there's issues. She was going to sort of be a lookout, I think, in the sort of cargo bay where the ship is, mm-hmm. but she could move anywhere else quite quickly. Yeah. She's put a hat on. She's put a hat on to cover up her blue mohawk. That's right. Now, Captain Rory, why would you think that there might be issues? <laughs> just like to be prepared. Um. <laughs> Who is wearing the maintenance worker disguise? That would be Hank. That's Hank? Okay. 
Yeah. Because on the ship, there are two life forms. Because we asked Shipcom to scan the ship. So we know that there are two life forms aboard the ship. There's the Matorb, who we're trying to break out, and then there's one human. Right. And so I think the idea was that Hank was going to go bang on the door and be like, hey, I'm here from maintenance. Before I forget, so Hank, since I sewed your costume, as long as you are wearing that, you will get a plus one reaction bonus. Okay. I'll trust Todd to know what that means. Yep. Totally. Totally. Because I don't know what that means, but it says it in the book. What's <laughs> the reaction? You know, for your reaction. Plus one. Plus one to your reactions. Reaction. Got it. Got it. I am an encyclopedia of GURPS knowledge. <laughs> well, good, because I also have disguise and social chameleon. So instead of hiding in some sort of, like, box, when I go in with Hank, I'm just going to be pretending to be some sort of assistant who's just behind him. Just helping him. Like, I'll carry the stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. So, you ready to do this? If I recall correctly, we also asked Shipcom to monitor the status inside the ship should something happen yeah. with our communications with everybody. And we know if something enters the ship without yeah. Rico being able to notify. Or if Johnny Lee does something. Correct. Yeah. Which I think Johnny Lee is still knocked out, though, right? No, he was awake, but he's been fine. He was watching Netflix. Yes. Yes, he was. Oh, right. Right, right. Okay. 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 But yeah, you had told Shipcom to restrict his access on cautious optimism. So he's just, Mm -hmm. he's just chilling out in his designated living space on the show. Okay. He's watching Squid Game. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, I have a backwards cap on. Don't ask where I got it. It doesn't matter. There's caps around. (laughs) Well... I could also give you the hoodie that changes colors, since I'm kind of dressing you too, then you would also get a plus one reaction bonus. If it would make sense where it would help me blend in with Hank? Well, it changes colors. (laughs) I mean, could it change like a maintenance gray? Well, I'm already wearing a gray flight suit. Okay. Probably not then. You can turn to any shade of gray you want. Yeah. (laughs) Any shade of blue collar worker I want. Okay. Yeah. It's still going to be a hoodie, but. (laughs) Right. But yeah. Okay. All right, so you guys are all heading out to your appointed tasks? I think so. Ian and Liliana are heading to the bar. And Rico is going to the same cargo bay as the other two are, except she's staying outside the bay to keep an eye on things. Yeah, so she'll just be kind of loitering around or maybe sort of, I don't know, hiding behind something or just kind of making sure somehow look quite inconspicuous observing who's going to and from that cargo bay. Okay, so you're hiding? It depends what's outside the cargo bay. Yeah, there's that guy after you, too. She's a black cat. She's covered her mohawk, so she's probably, yeah, she's probably hiding. Yeah, okay. So as you guys get in the elevator, you go to the appropriate level of the station, (laughs) and you guys get to the bar where Toldemar and his crew, he's the captain of the hired gun. You get to the bar where he is and his crew is before the rest of you get to the cargo bay where the ship is. So Liliana and Kyan, what are you guys doing when you get to the bar? I think Kyan is probably dressed in like a tight black t-shirt and jeans and is trying to look as big and buff and intimidating as possible. He's my bodyguard. I'm her bodyguard. Should I roll like a preemptive intimidation check to see how intimidating he is. Sure, let's get a baseline for for your intimidation. 
All right. So my intimidation is a 14, and I am rolling a 11. So it's a success by three. Okay. So as you guys enter the bar, a few people who are close to the entrance look over in your direction. There's a sense of recognition on their face when they see Liliana, and then when they see Kyan, they kind of go back to their drinks. They're kind of like, ooh, and they go and they go back to what they're doing. So Liliana's going to lean over to Kyan and whisper, so who are these guys? What are we looking for? Well, I think we're just trying to draw attention. Um, oh, I could do that. <laughs> does Kyan know who he's looking for? Well, you know you're looking for Toldomar, who is the captain of the higher gun, and his crew. But I don't believe anyone has given you any visual description of what they look like. Okay. But you know they're in this bar somewhere. Okay. It's a good-sized bar, and it's very busy. It's very crowded. There is some gambling going on on one side. There's a bunch of tables with people drinking and, you know, hanging out on the other side. There's some music playing on the speakers. It's a busy, crowded place. There's a lot going on. Make perception checks to see if you can suss out who might be the people you're looking for. Liliana sees nothing. <laughs> I rolled an 11. My perception is a 12, so success by one. You see a group of people over at the gambling area that look like shore leave, you know, ship crew members that could be who you're looking for, but you can't be certain. Do you want to go over and gamble a little bit and see if we can figure out if those are the people we're looking for? Ooh, I've never gambled before. Yeah, let's go do that. So Liliana just like skips over to them. How many guys are, or people, I should say, how many individuals are over at that gambling table? I guess I can't even say people. <laughs> I think people works. I think aliens <laughs> are people. Okay. There's a table that's basically a roulette table with about 20 people around placing bets and stuff. There's one human who's running the show. He's wearing a very nice, almost a tuxedo type getup, and he's running the table and everything. And then there's a, a bunch, there's about 20-ish people around gambling at that table. Okay. Can I tell who around the table looks like they would be? Not the person running the game, but out of everyone else, can I tell who looks like they're the most important? Like, who might possibly be the captain? Since you failed your perception <laughs> check, you don't really have any idea. Okay. You're just like, there's a bunch of people there. Well, then she's going to just waltz over, making sure that she is as obvious as she can be. And kind of just, like, squeeze in between some of them and be like, oh, what is this game? I've... I've you play this i've never i've never played this before a bratum male next to you reaches out with one hand and says this is serious business if you don't know what's going on you need to get away from the table but don't you know who i am i'm Liliana. he looks you up and down and he says i have no idea who you are little girl but you should not be here oh pshaw everybody knows who i am and i don't know and then i look over at kai and like I'm not used to people not recognizing me. <laughs> Kyan's going to say, Miss Liliana wants to learn how to play this game. She has the money to back it up. Do you have the money to back it up? <laughs> <laughs> the Bratton male looks you in the eye, Kyan, 
And as he's just kind of staring at you for a moment, the person running the table says, Liliana, I saw you perform a couple nights ago. Oh my gosh, you're fantastic. Well, you're certainly welcome. She's got money, I'm sure. She's a celebrity. She Oh, thank you. And she like bats her eyes. If she wants to play, she is more than welcome. And the brat of male looks at the guy running the table and says, all right, what's your bet? Okay, so so how do I play? The guy running the table says, well, first of all, you need to decide if you want black or red. Oh, I always go with red is such a pretty color. All right. And then you need to pick a number. Eight. Okay. And how much do you want to bet on it? Uh, All of it. <laughs> all of it. Okay. Well, put your credit chip into the little slot right in front of you on the table, and then we'll be all set. Would she know what a credit chip is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is that just like a credit card kind of thing? or Exactly, exactly. Okay. okay, then yeah, she goes ahead and puts it in. Now, are you literally betting all the money Liliana has in the world on this? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> when you put in your credit chip, it asks you for an amount. Okay, she is completely clueless of what's normal, so she's just going to punch one. What? <laughs> okay. And the guy running the table says, okay, everyone place your bets, place your bets. Everyone place your bets. And everyone around is doing the same thing Liliana just did, putting their credit chip in and typing in the number and color. And then somebody next to the Bratum male says, Tolda, if, if this little girl's making you uncomfortable, we can go somewhere else. And he's like, it's, it's fine. I don't care. And he puts his bet in. And then the guy running the table says, okay, bets are in. Here we go. And he pushes a button and three little balls fall out of the ceiling and they float as this spinning disc underneath it spins and spins and spins and spins. And eventually, the three balls, one at a time, just kind of fall down onto the spinny disc. Everybody's cheering and yelling and screaming. And after a few moments, the spinning disc stops. And the guy cries out. Hold on. And meanwhile, Liliana is just giggling and clapping and just totally not knowing what she's doing, but she's happy. <laughs> okay. He says, so break even is black eight. And black six. Black eight and black six. Break even. Break even. And the big winner is red 20. Red 20. Big winner, red 20. Was that me? You see your credit chip minus one. Oh, that wasn't me. You've lost your bet. That wasn't me then. All right. And then everybody starts collecting their winnings and getting ready for another round. Kyan, Kyan, do you want to play? You can use my money. I think that would probably be fairly inappropriate. Ma'am. Okay, I'm going to play again. Okay. So, as you guys are gambling, the camera pans over to Rory, Rico, and Hank, who by this time are approaching the docking bay for the hired gun. It is a very large docking bay. The ship itself is very large as well. It's larger than the Cautious Optimism. There are a bunch of boxes and crates and things all over the place that somebody could hide behind if they were so inclined. The lights are very dim. There are no people around that you can see. Make perception checks, all three of you. Oh, so that is succeed by eight. Wow. I succeeded by four. <laughs> Isn't four a critical hit? Four is a critical. A critical success. 
Oh, a critical success. How exciting. My first ever one. Yay. <laughs> you just had to one up my five. <laughs> five, is, five is great, too. Okay. So with your incredible perception roll with your critical success, you are 100% certain that there is nobody in the cargo bay. The coast is clear. Okay, perfect. And what about cameras? There are no cameras in the cargo bay. No cameras. Brilliant. In which case, she's going to pick a box she likes the look of and uh, make like a cat, I guess. If she fits, she sits. (laughs) Oh, nice. All right, so after Rico positions herself in a good lookout spot, what are you two going to do? We didn't actually discuss what the plan was going to be, so... All right, so I get him to open the door, Captain, and you knock him out, okay? Before we knock him out, can we maybe try to talk our way onto the ship first? Get inside the ship before we knock him out? Okay, I'll get him to open the door, let us in, then you knock him out. Okay. Okay. So there are two points of entry. There's the large ramp in the very back that, you know, goes into the cargo bay. And then there's the airlock near the front of the ship for foot traffic. I assume the cargo bay is the way you would enter a ship when it's part. All right. If you guys walk up to the back of the ship, to the cargo bay, right now the ramp is closed. Oh, well then. (laughs) Well, I guess we have to go to the airlock then because we have to knock on a door. Well, I'm sorry. There is a terminal, a little button there you can push that turns on the intercom for the ship, for somebody outside the ship to say, hey, let me in if you want. Okay. I'll ring the doorbell. All right. After about a minute, a male voice comes on the little intercom there and says, hey, I thought you guys were partying. Hey, mate, this is Steve with uh, Station Maintenance. We were dispatched out here to check out an issue with your your drives. I'm already fixing our, our issue. We don't need station help. Go away. Well, you're such an expert. I'm sure you've got it figured out. Can you believe this idiot? What do we care, boss? I mean, if his ship blows up, it's not going to be our problem. I mean, we get paid by the hour anyway. Yeah, I wish we got paid by how much these cases weigh. Have fun with that pressure leak that you don't know about. Make a fast talk or deception, some some kind of role to see how persuasive you are. I'll do a fast talk. I don't have anything, so... Success by three. Success by three. Okay. Hank, if you don't have anything, let's go with... So what role is Fast Talk? And we'll just use the base for that. Is it IQ? It's got to be IQ, right? Sounds like it. Hold on. I have it marked. I have it marked. It is based on IQ. It's average. Okay. So do IQ minus four. Fail. By two. Okay. You failed by two, but Rory succeeded by three, so... It averages out to just barely success by one. So after you guys say your little spiel there, there's a pause, and then the voice returns. What are you talking about? A a pressure leak I don't know about. There's no pressure leak. Ship scanners that routinely check all of these ships noticed that there was a pressure leak in your left-hand phalange. (laughs) The left-hand phalange? Correct. I mean, you being a ship's engineer and all, I'm sure you know where that's at and how to fix it. But if not, we can assist. Of course I do, but I'm I'm busy fixing the problem with the drive. So, fine. Fine. Stand clear. And you hear a psh, and then the ramp starts lowering. It's slow, so it takes about 30 seconds until it is touching the ground and the ramp is fully open. Ready, Cap? Well, I will follow Hank. 
Aboard we go. Dragging tools behind us since we are maintenance. I just brought my tool dolly, you know. Oh, the whole dolly? The hover dolly? Okay. No, 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 no. My tool dolly. Oh, your tool dolly. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I paid lots of lopsies for. Does it hover or does it use old-fashioned wheels? Uh, no and Hank, it's wheels. <laughs> One of them probably squeaks a little bit. The TM's not interested unless it hovers. That's all he can I want to make sure we're painting a picture in the minds of the viewers. So you push the non-hover dolly up the ramp, and one of the wheels doesn't turn. So it's it's constantly veering a little to the left, and you have to compensate. But you get up into a very large cargo bay. It looks like a good 40% of the ship is just this gigantic cargo bay. And right now, it's empty. Make a perception check, both of you. Success by two. Fail by three. Okay, so Rory, you see that there is, in fact, a security camera on the ceiling that is pointed at everything in the cargo bay, or as much as it can get. So it's a dome camera? It's like a circular? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you mentioned that this ship is similar to the Cautious Optimism, as far as, like, hidey holes, right? Exactly. Okay, so in this cargo bay, are there... Hidey holes that I would know about or that I would know to look for, like little handles, like how you would open them. Sure. With your successful perception check, I would say you see a couple places that you think are likely candidates. Okay. So I kneel down and open up one of the cases that we brought. I don't even know what's in it. And I'm kind of rifling through that. So where the camera above can't see what's actually in the case. And I slam it angrily, like I'm pissed. And I walk over to where Hank is. What are you doing, Hank? Hank's probably picking his nose since he doesn't know what's going on. So I go over and I say pretty loudly, did you remember to bring the four sixteenths spanner? She said convincingly. <laughs> like, that's a thing. You as the apprentice should know very well where all the spanners are. If you don't know where the four and whatever sixteenths is, you should find a replacement because we're going to need it. Out of characters for me, describe what the dolly looks like that you have. Oh, just picture like a standard furniture dolly, but with milk crates on it with tools and welding bottles and stuff attached to it. It's very rudimentary. Okay, so I get down and start basically haphazardly taking crates off of this thing mm-hmm. in an effort to upset you. What are you doing? That's not where the spanners are. I get close enough to your face where it looks like we're having this actual like fight. And I gesture up with my eyes to the camera. Do you want to have him roll a perception to see if he notices me too? <laughs> I failed perception pretty hard. So um... make another perception roll. And this time give yourself a plus two because Rory is indicating exactly where to look. Yeah. As well as you can with just eyeballs. But yeah, with that, it's a success by three. So Hank, you now see the security camera on the ceiling. Okay. I understand the problem. What do you think is the solution? I think that we might not even need it. Let's just go check out the phalange. And if we need it, I'll go back and get it. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Not a problem. Clean this mess up so we can go. Uh, Yes, sir. Sorry, Captain. (laughs) I put the boxes back nicely where they were on the dolly. We head into the ship proper. So as you guys are heading into the ship proper... The camera goes back to the very crowded, busy bar where Liliana, just roll a six-sided die and tell me if you get odds or evens. Even. 
you have just won. <laughs> You're the big winner, and you doubled your bet of one credit. <laughs> Yay! As they call out your number, and it was your number, and you get excited and win. She's, like, totally squealing, like, jumping up and down and, like, grabbing people's arms and, like, shaking them, like, hey! <laughs> An avian female says, Squawk, how much did you win, Squawk? All of it! How much is all of it? How much did you bet? That's so exciting. How much did you bet? I don't know. I just typed in numbers. You don't know how much money you bet? No, I don't care. Money means nothing. Who cares about lopsies? Quack. It's just so fun to win. Can you believe it? I won. Be nice to be so rich. You don't even care about how much money you have. Did you see it? Those little balls just like fell down from the sky and like landed on my number. Yeah, yeah, well, good good for you, Miss Moneybags. The avian walks away a little dejected. The Bradham male that was giving you a hard time earlier turns to you and says, You don't even pay attention to how much you're betting? Why would I? Your money. And he looks back to the table. About this time, a human female comes up to the Bradham and says, I'm tired of losing, boss. I'm going to head back to the ship. And he says, All right. Get, uh, get some sleep. So Liliana turns to her and, oh my gosh, I think I recognize you. Weren't you at the show on Coruscant? I don't know the name of the planets. She looks at you and says, <laughs> I've never been to Cor Coruscant. I've never even heard of that. It sounds made up. But surely you know who I am. I totally recognize you. You were like in the front row. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Would you like an autograph? Sure, I guess. Is your autograph worth money? Of course it is. I'm Liliana. Come on, let's go sit down at a table. And I like grab her arm and just like walk away. So what's your name? Hein follows them. I'm Julia. Julia. Julia Strongbad. Uh, how? What? Who are you? You can stop pretending. It's okay. I know that you know who I am. I'm Liliana. Liliana the Lake. I'm famous. A singer. We just got to the station a little while ago. I haven't been to any shows. I'm sorry. I don't recognize you oh i know you know who i am you're just being silly here let me sign a cd for you and i like whip a cd out of some random pocket because apparently i have them all over liliana is the kind of person who would walk around with her own album and <laughs> to hand out to people she accepts the signed cd and says oh hey great it was nice to meet you guys mr dm yeah what race is she uh, she's human. Okay. Darn it. I was hoping she was going to be like something really funny and cool that Liliana would be an idiot about. I mean, humans might seem funny and <laughs> cool to an Evo. You know, my best friend is a human. Do you know Captain Rory? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Liliana's not the smartest, okay? <laughs> Captain Rory? I don't know. What ship does she captain? I don't know, but she's a human. Don't you guys all like know each other? It's kind of a big... We're kind of, There's a lot of us. It's a... Uh, there's a lot of us. Do you know all the other Yvonne? Oh, totally. Of course I do. Because I'm Liliana. Because you're Liliana. And you're friends with Captain Rory. And you signed a CD for me. Because you're famous and you have lots of money. That's nice. Can I buy you a drink? You know what? Sure. Cool. So then I, like, wave a bartender somebody and be like, I'll buy whatever drink she wants. All right. So she's getting an alcoholic beverage. Is Liliana getting an alcoholic beverage or any other thing? She's just going to ask for like a cup of milk. 
Okay. When the waiter is taking your order, he then turns, of course, to Kyan. Uh, not while on duty, but thanks. Okay. He brings back a large alcoholic beverage, a golden color. It looks like an ale for the human lady whose name we already forgot. Miss Strongback. And she brings over a glass of blue milk for Liliana. And you guys are sitting at the table drinking and chit-chatting, I guess. This poor woman. She has no idea what's going on. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. We are going to be changing our release schedule. We've been going strong for over a year now, and back in April we decided to release Cautious Optimism every week because we were recording so far ahead of our release date that we wanted to shorten that gap. Well, mission accomplished. We're still ahead by about 10 episodes, but our recording schedule is slowing down a bit, and with what is not, we're about four to six episodes ahead. Now, the decision to go to every week was made while I was still working from home, and then I had summer break. But being back at work full-time since August has made releasing six episodes of As the Dice Roll a month, on top of four episodes of my other podcast, Geektitude, each month, uh, has made that a little hard to maintain. So I'm going to take a step back, and starting next week, what is not, we'll be moving to Fridays and releasing on the second and fourth Fridays of every month, and Cautious Optimism will be releasing on the first and third Fridays of every month. And if we have a fifth Friday... I think the next two are in April and July. We will give you that extra episode of Cautious Optimism. I hope this doesn't disappoint anyone too much. I really want to make sure the quality of the content going out stays high. And I think this will help with that considerably. And it will also free me up to possibly release some other new content here and there as well. So there you go. Now, with fewer As the Dice Roll episodes to listen to, you may need to fill that listening time with some other content. May I suggest a few of our other podcasts? You can listen to Kelly on her podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. You can find Todd and Alinzia on their podcast, Nerdbird Review. And Todd is also on Farming Simulated with Bama. And of course, you can find Raven on her podcast, Girls Gone Wow, and me on my podcast, Geektitude. If that isn't enough, quality time with our crew. You can chat with us in real time over on our Slack channel. You can find the geek to geek Media Slack by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek 2 geekmediacom And while you're there, you can also join the geek 2 geek Media Discord server. You can also follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, or send us an email at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Friday, January 28th, with the next episode of What Is Not, and then we'll be back on February 4th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see how the Captain, Hank, and Rico are doing right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. 
That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. The camera pans over to the cargo bay. And Rico, make a perception roll, please. Okay. It's right in the back of the throat, that roll that you know. <laughs> yeah, um, Rico, that's, oh, that's a failed by one, I think. Yeah, she rolled a 13, the perception's a 12, so yeah, failed by one! Failed by one, okay. Failed by one. You are taken by surprise when somebody calls out, Hey, you there! And you turn to see that two people of an alien species you don't recognize wearing overalls with the same kind of patch that you guys had just sewn onto Hanks to make him look like maintenance, so they're obviously maintenance people, have walked into the room, somehow you missed them, and they've made eye contact with you. Uh, hi. Can I help? What are you What are you doing behind that box? I lost something, but I can't find it. The one who hasn't spoken yet, a female, walks over to you and says, Oh, what, what did you lose? I can help you find it. Here, I've got a flashlight. Here, what are you, oh. what are you looking for? Oh, perfect. Um, the stylus. I was just, I was taking some notes here on my little tablet, and I, I've dropped the stylus I was using. It just sort of, you know, you know how sometimes when you're writing with something, it just like pings out of your hand? Oh, I know. I hate that. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Hey, hey, turn, you know what? Turn on the overhead lights so we can see better. Oh, no, no, you don't need to do that. It's it's fine. I mean, I've got lots of others back on my ship. It was just kind of, uh, you know, if it happened to be here. The guy who had called out originally says, it's, it's not a big deal. It's fine. He takes out his tablet. He pushes some buttons and vroom, vroom, vroom. All these overhead lights start coming on, and suddenly the cargo bay is lit up, very bright. Huh. Uh. The lady who came over puts her flashlight away and says, All right, well, it was right here? It was, was it near where you're standing? I, well, I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I mean, it was very dark in here. I didn't quite see where it went. She's going to make a perception roll. She succeeds by two. So looking around, she says, I, mean, I don't see it anywhere. I don't, I'm not seeing, do you see, you don't see it either? No, no, not I don't. Here. I don't think that's it's really here. weird. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Oh, um, well. Oh, well. Um. Th- thank you. Thank you very much for your help. It's very, it's very kind of you to, uh, to, to help me. I'll, I'll, um, I'll have to get back to my ship and uh, pick up a spare. Which ship uh, is that? Is this your ship here? No, no, I was just, I, I, I was just walking through this way. Uh. Um, yeah, we're a bit further around. <laughs> okay, do you have a deception skill? I don't. <laughs> then make an intelligence minus four roll. Uh-oh. Uh, failed. Bye. Okay, so my IQ is 12, and I rolled an 11, so... You needed eight, so you failed yeah, by... Yeah, exactly, so I failed by three. Yeah. So the guy who is hollering at you to begin with, he steps up to you, and he says, wait, wait, you're... This isn't even your ship? What What are you doing here? Why are you making notes on your pad about a ship that's not yours? What's, what's happening? I wasn't making notes about the ship. I was just interested about how... The, I'm a scientist. I was interested in how the station's put together. Uh, 
Yeah. I, the stations put together. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm just interested in things. It's okay. I'll go back to my ship now. It's fine. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, if this isn't your ship, you don't, you're not authorized to be in here. Oh, I think I, I, think, I have to. I have to call this in. Oh. And he reaches for his communicator. It looks like a little Apple Watch. <laughs> and he pushes some buttons, and he says, "Hey, uh, can you send someone down here? We have we have an unauthorized personnel in a cargo bay 37." And somebody says, "Yeah." We'll send someone right down. And he looks at you and he says, okay, ma'am, just, just stay here for a moment, okay? She tries to surreptitiously tap her communicator to raise, because I think we told Shipcom to sort of pay attention to what was going on. You did? She tries to get Shipcom's attention. Okay. Do you have a sleight of hand skill? No. Then let's do dexterity minus four. Oh, that'll be even worse. Uh, three, five, six... Seven. My dexterity was 11. So I rolled a seven. 11, that's my tie, right? So it's tie. We went on a tie. Okay, right? okay, great. So you surreptitiously get to your communicator and you're fairly confident nobody sees you doing it. And what exactly are you doing on it? Are you just opening a, a general channel? or kind of open a general channel at the moment. And maybe I'll say something like, um, maybe I can get my captain to sort this out with you. I'm not quite sure where she is. So the camera pans over to Hank and Rory, who has just finished cleaning up the mess she made on purpose for blah, blah, blah. You've just gotten that all put away when suddenly both of your communicators turn on and you hear Rico saying, oh, maybe I'll look for my captain. I don't know quite where she is. We both turn to look at each other immediately. Dang it. <sighs> okay, so... We still haven't seen the guy who's in the ship, right? Correct. So I lean over to you and whisper in your ear, find a way to turn off those cameras. Is there a terminal in Cargo Bay? There is. Oh, sorry. Find out a way to turn off and delete the footage from those cameras. (laughs) I will disable all cameras and delete all camera hard drives with hacking. That's going to be a hacking. And this is a difficult thing you're trying to do. So this is going to be hacking minus four. (laughs) Five, six, nine, still a success by three. Get out of here. Hank cracks his knuckles. Ah, gets after it. Captain Rory, as you just carefully glance up at the camera, trying not to draw attention or look weird about it, you notice a little tiny green dot that's been on the camera the whole time goes out. And Hank, you are confident you succeeded. A run back to where I think those hidey holes are. And start opening and looking through them. I mean, fast. Okay. Make perception check, please. Come on, dice. Success by one. You find two of the hidey holes. And you open the first one up. There's nothing in it. You seal it back up again. The second one you open up. Inside, there is a little packet of some kind of white powder. What the? (laughs) Well, I'm not looking for drugs. Um... (laughs) Describe the packet more, please. It's the size of a Ziploc bag, and it's just about as full as it could be with this white granular substance. Okay. And those are the only two hidey holes I know. I leave it there. All right. These are the only two hidey holes I know about in this. Yeah. Okay. My goal is to then take off this backwards cap and make my way back out into the cargo bay. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. So you are walking down the ramp of the cargo bay. You don't need a perception roll to see that there are two station 
maintenance people engaged in conversation with Rico. And the male looks very serious and unhappy, and the female looks fairly neutral about the whole situation. I walk over to them, and I say to Rico, what are you doing here? I told you to go wait at our ship. Captain, there you are. I was just, I was just, uh, I just, I lost my stylus. You have a thousand styluses at our ship. I I know. You do this every time. I tell you, we leave a place. I I know. I say, go back to the ship. You wander around aimlessly. Who are these people? Um, well, they're a bit annoyed at my wandering around aimlessly, Captain. Apparently I'm not supposed to be here. Why is she, hey, excuse me, hello? Yeah, yeah, hello. I'm with maintenance for the station, and this lady is here. What's your ship? Congratulations, I'm a captain of a starship. Which ship? Because you just came... Uh, Could you please not... You just came off that ship, and she said that's not her ship, so what were you doing on there? It's not her ship. That's none of your business. Who are you? Why are you speaking to me? Are you here to do some sort of maintenance? Make an intimidation roll, because I feel like... Well, maybe fast talk, but you feel very intimidating right now. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, boy. Let's see. Now, do I want to do intimidation or do I have a skill? All I've got is diplomacy and persuade. So I guess none of those are intimidation. What's intimidation? You were talking quickly. You could do fast talk if you want. Well, what's intimidation based on? Because with fast talk, it's a success by three. Hold on. My encyclopedia, encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge is failing me. I'm going to have to look it's it up intelligence. in the book. Intelligence. That makes sense, I guess. So IQ, okay. what's the minus? Minus four. Okay, well, I don't get it. Failure by three for that, but fast talk is the success by two. Three. So, sorry. Success by three. Okay, but if we're going intimidation, which is what it felt. Okay, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> so you failed. So the guy goes to his communicator and says, you know what? Uh, you better send some backup. There's two people here now. This whole situation is escalating. All right. You're sending some more. I say to Rico, go back to the ship now. That's an order. Yes, Captain. And I guess she's going to make the leave. As you do that, he puts his hand out and says, wait, wait, wait. We need to talk to station security. You're not supposed to be here. Just wait a second. He's a maintenance man who put his hand on my crew. I punch him. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not going to touch my crewmate. You're a maintenance person. You don't. You have no authority here. All right, it's escalating. (laughs) So this is going to be a melee. A punch would be a melee. Oh, boy. And who was it that said we wouldn't be fighting? (laughs) The cautious optimism, carrying our way through the galaxy. Don't mind me, I'm just looking for a character sheet. I assume that everyone's quite distracted just in the split second. Or And given that the comms channel is already open... Rico's gonna say, Kion, I think you better get here. Okay. And Hank comes rushing out. Okay, okay, hold on. There's a lot going on here at once. Melee weapon skills are based on decks, but it's not a weapon skill. We need unarmed, is what we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I looked up the combat rules for laser guns, not for punching. <laughs> so there's a melee weapon skill. Does that talk about punching? Yeah, because that's what Rika's got for using her claws. Oh, terrific. Does Captain Rory have that skill? Melee? No. So, Raven, what is the melee skill based on? Dex? Strength? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, because I've actually got it. Let me see if I can just find it. Do none of us have punching on our sheets? I've got judo. Right, brawling. Brawling. So, brawling at the end. So, there's kicking punch. There we go. In the very... um, 
very, very, very end of the thing. Uh, okay, so yeah, brawling is dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. So you can punch with or without brass knuckles, or you can kick, or you can kick with boots. And then there's a whole load of things for teeth and fangs. Uh, it's all dex. Yeah, okay. Boxing, brawling, and karate is all dex. And it's dex, and it's easy, and easy is minus four. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. You can do this. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. I failed by a lot. <laughs> you missed him. I missed him totally. <laughs> wow. I probably put Rico. <laughs> How much did you fail by? So the four and then by another four. I failed by eight. Oh. Oh. Okay. I rolled a 16. Oh my god, yeah, you probably punched me. Wow. So a critical fail would be 18 or 17. So you almost crit failed. You failed by eight. So Rory, as you go to take a swing at this guy, you lose your balance. Wow. And you almost just stumble. And, well, you do stumble. You almost fall over, but you catch yourself before it goes that far. But, yeah, you, you missed him by an embarrassing amount. <laughs> okay. This is going to go well. This is, this is going really, really well. This is going really well. Yeah, it's going great. While you were taking your swing, your wild swing, Rico said something to Kyan, right? Yes. Well, probably Kyan and Hank. She was probably just trying to raise anybody's attention to what was going on here now. Okay, so Hank is already hearing everything that's happening. Yeah. Because that had opened up earlier. But when Shipcom hears all this, Shipcom also turns on the communicator for Kyan. So, Kyan, as you're sitting there watching these two drink and have awkward conversations, suddenly you start hearing on your communicator the maintenance person saying, no, you need to wait here. And then you hear Captain Rory like, unhand her, <laughs> and then there's some ruffled noises. Okay, so he's going to first lean down to Liliana and go, keep them here. And he indicates to the person that she's talking to and the Bradham. He just gives two thumbs up. Okay, and so he is going to head over to the docking bay where they are. Can I make a perception check to see if there's any, like... Anything he can use to kind of look like security, like a, a hat that's been left around or a badge or something, something that he can make a perception roll, a lanyard with an ID on it. <laughs> sure, sure. Ring of keys. <laughs> <laughs> Ring of keys. Um, it's an eight and my perception is 12. Okay, so you get a very good look around. There's not a security badge or anything just laying around the bar. You know what, though? I'll say this. You see an alien, you don't recognize the species, drunk in the corner, passed out drunk. And he is wearing a security officer's uniform and cap. And you imagine you could easily take his cap. Taking anything else would require a sleight of hand check and some real balls. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to take the hat. Okay. And do I see any sort of, like, badge or ID? He's wearing a badge. He does have a badge and ID attached to his shirt. Okay, I don't want to play this. <laughs> We're just going with the hat. We're throwing the hat on, and is it like a baseball cap that says secured? Like, what does it look like? It's in the style of a baseball cap, but it's made out of some kind of hard substance. Like, it's designed to give some kind of uh, protection against impacts. Okay, so he's going to go and head into the place where everybody else is. Okay, so Kyan has left the bar, is en route. 
to the bay. <laughs> Rory and Rico are, are having their conversation or altercation with the two maintenance workers. Hank, are you staying inside the ship or are you making your way over to them? I made a mad dash outside. Okay, Hank is running down the ramp out to the party outside. And about this time, two security officers walk into the cargo bay and one of them hollers, Everybody freeze! We're security, we need to see what's going on here. Got a plan, you guys, I've got a plan. <laughs> it involves a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Cautious Optimism. I'm very sorry about that, Captain. They snuck up behind me. I'm not quite sure what happened. Who's in charge here? She took a swing at me. I'm their boss's boss. I've never seen him before in my life. I don't know what he's talking about. Rory's just booking it down the hallway. Take these two down to security. We're going to have to talk to them and interrogate them. I don't I don't know what's what's going on. This is highly unusual. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 